Hello and welcome to Yes Do I Do, your wedding planning podcast. My name is Jack Brister and I'm joined as always by my co-host Chris Piercy. Today was our fourth live episode. We were on Instagram on Monday evening. We were talking about things to consider when booking your wedding date. This is how we got on. Welcome to the Yes Do I Do podcast, your weekly wedding planning show hosted by Jack Brister and Chris Piercy. What are we talking about today, Jack? We are talking about things to consider when choosing the date for your wedding day. We're currently going through a bit of a theme because we know that around 40% of all engagements happen between Christmas and Valentine's Day. That's quite a large chunk of engagements, so we feel like we should be talking about things that you might want to consider at the early part of your wedding planning, essentially. So uh, we thought today this would be a bit of fun. So Chris, what are your thoughts on what to consider when booking your wedding date? I think I was going to start off with a kind of a classic is to think about how you want your day to be remembered and what you want your your day to be all about. So, you know, if if you want the day to be full of fun, if you're like, for instance, if you're obviously if you're having some sort of marquee wedding where you want lots of outside entertainment and stuff, then, you know, pretty obviously the summer months are going to be the, the ones to consider more than the winter months just because of the sheer amount of light um, but it's things like the light that people don't often think about when they actually come to choosing their wedding date so for instance if you're getting married in you know de- uh, December if you're having a Christmas wedding something like that then often people don't really consider the fact that you're gonna have to um, consider getting married early in the day so that you've got more time and more light for your photos and things like that. Because if you get married at 2, 2.30, as often is the case during the summer, then by the time you've had your ceremony, you've got an hour of light left because it gets dark by quarter past four at the kind of Christmas time. So yeah. that's kind of like one of the initial things that I've kind of thought about that you know often isn't considered straight away. Yeah, I think that's a very good point. Like, it is a light definitely needs to be thought about because if you want all those glitzy outside shots, you're not going to get them at Christmas time necessarily or during the winter because yep. you just won't simply won't have the time unless you get married at 10 o'clock in the morning or 11 o'clock in the morning. You, yeah, if yep. you are doing that, you want to consider that you're going to be getting married earlier and whether you're okay with that because that might not be a possibility if you've got people traveling from afar. For example, like they may need to leave earlier, so then they can't leave any earlier than they are to get there for a two o'clock wedding, let alone a eleven o'clock wedding, because that's the only time you can get married to ensure you get all the pictures you want. Yeah, and uh, I think the similar sort of argument applies for the weather as well. I think any time you're getting married within the UK, you know the the weather is always going to be uh, a, a bit of a gamble. So obviously, you know, you're not idiots listening to this. You know that the when there's more likely to be rain and when there's more likely to be sunshine. Um, but, you know, I think I've mentioned before on the podcast before that the worst weather I've ever had at a wedding was, the tw- I think it was 29th of July, 2017 or something like that. It was, and it was absolutely horrendous. It was bucketing down with rain, marquee wedding. Um, it still ended up being a great day because they kind of, they kind of had taken precautions and that's all you can do really. Uh, yeah. But yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna get married in February or something like that, then you've got to. There's no point going into it blindly thinking, "Oh, we'll get lucky with the weather," or you know, because if that's that's fine if you do, but then if you don't, then you once know, you back up, 
yeah, what's your backup? You're gonna, mean, you're gonna have a contingency plan, so whether that might, and it's, in some ways the weather doesn't affect a lot of things, but in other ways it does affect some things. I think that quite often it's just a case of speaking to your photographer and saying, you know, what is the backup plan for the photos if we can't go outside? And you know, that's something that's wise to have no matter what time of your year you're getting married. Um, so yeah, downside of summer weddings, Jack? The heat. Too much um, heat. Too, it can be too hot, especially if you're doing a marquee wedding. I've yeah. told this, I think I've told this story on the podcast before. I did a wedding uh, a few years ago, maybe last year. I can't really remember. Uh, it was marquee wedding. You've only done and like three weddings ever. You must remember. I know, I know, <laughs> no idea. <laughs> um, no, but I, yeah, it was a couple of years ago. Uh, it was a marquee wedding and they had a beautiful wedding cake, but it was in the heat of summer and they had to have... I think it was five individual air conditioning units all pointed at it at the same time to keep it from melting. So that's yeah. the heat is something you need to consider if you're getting married in the summer because not only do you have to think about the cake melting, but you have to think about your guests who are in melting. suits, perhaps. Um, <laughs> some of them maybe not so used to wearing suits as others. And yeah. you need to think about the fact that they are going to be in quite heavy clothing or quite a lot of clothing at least. Yeah. I mean, if, you've, if, if anyone's ever watched Bake Off, um, and seen what happens when they're trying to make a cake or whatever week it happens to be in the marquee. And I think that during the heat wave of last summer, there was a few episodes, mm. um, and it, yeah, there was a, the cakes were just absolutely wrecked and falling all over the place and basically, exactly. basically destroyed. So yeah, and yeah, heat for guests. I mean, I'm, I think Jack is the same as me. I, I will always, always, always wear a three-piece suit whenever I, um, I'm performing a wedding, just because I feel that that's well, that's that's essentially my identity and part of my brand that I will turn up wearing a three-piece suit because that's what I wear. So that in you know 30-degree heat is like it's not the best circumstances <laughs> for a hu any human being, uh, no. but I'm quite used to that kind of thing now. But like, like you just said, Jack, with uh, with other guests who are perhaps not used to wearing a suit uh, they can they can suffer so you know if it is too hot you've got to can also consider where our guests are going to be cooling down what are you going to do to keep those guests kind of happy at those times when they're you know sweating out a litre a minute or whatever it is um, yeah. the other potential downside and I think I'm not sure if we've covered this before or not um, is sporting events which is yeah I don't think we've talked about this this is I think this is a really interesting one because I think it's a lot something a lot of people won't necessarily consider. Yeah. Um, often, so, well, across the last summer, of course, with England doing particularly well in the World Cup, there were a number of times when um, they, their games were right in the middle of a Saturday. I think the England-Sweden game, um, 7th of July, memory serves correct, might not be, uh, but that fell in the middle of I mean, there's so many magicians talking about oh what am I going to do because all the guests are going to be wanting to watch this and what a bride's going to be doing yeah. um, and I think the sensible brides chose to embrace it so I had a wedding um, at, and I was booked exactly the same time as the match I was all for right. watching the match um, but you know, I was, I was booked to perform but, the, but the, what the bride did she had the inside with a projector screen um, so that people could kind of watch the game they wanted to and the rest of the guests were outside and she because you know she understood that people wanted to watch the game or be kept up to date with the game 
So there was no point in just pretending the game wasn't there. So it's yeah. better to embrace it. But yeah, the, the considerations are that if you're mar- getting married in the summer, that is when things like Wimbledon is, is on. That's when the European Football Championships on the um, the World Cup is on. If it's that's obviously on even years, on odd years, you've got a better chance. But there's also yeah. like um, some people are interested in like uh, Test match cricket and things like that. So it's just looking f- when you're booking a date, think right, what else could be on on that date? You know, yeah, because it, it's not just sporting events as well. There's anything yeah. that causes people to sort of gather together and, and watch or do something different so obviously you can't really plan for something like a royal wedding because they generally plan it so short time in advance but you know things like if you can plan far enough in advance that and and you know they're going to be there then you can try and avoid them as best you can Mm -hmm. and then if it does happen to be on the same day you've then got two choices it's either deny it or embrace it and you've got to make that decision as to which one you think you are as a bride or groom yeah um think that does it what, what else do people need to consider as well then um i think so we what have we covered we covered the weather the weather covered the weather uh we've um, covered sporting events light light um cost yeah i suppose yeah because it does vary doesn't it depending on when you get married um because yeah, I mean, you've got peak you've got peak and off peak season generally running uh the summer months generally are the peak season and then the winter and autumn months tend to be into off-peak season and so you need to consider that um when you are booking your date because if you find your drip we've covered this many times i think but we need to think about the uh the price because if you find your dream venue and you can't afford it during summer months maybe you can afford it in off-peak or midweek as we've talked about again before in previous podcasts is that they are different uh options so yeah. to to fit different budgets yeah so that's definitely going to be a consideration and obviously the other option is to put it back so that if you do want to get married in the summer at a venue and you can't get it married in 2020 then let's start looking at 2021 so you've got more yeah. time to save up for it um sam from south coast wedding says uh, key people's availability uh, that's yes. actually a very good point as well so uh, i haven't had this happen to me yet uh, maybe it will happen to me one day uh, but i have heard of weddings being moved to different dates based upon the availability of photographers um and things like that. if you've and if you've got your heart absolutely set on one particular photographer um doing shooting your wedding because they are the person who you've connected with properly and they have they have to be the one to capture the day then you know that is something that definitely needs to be considered i have heard of a story of a wedding being moved so a magician could attend but that magician is often less than trustworthy so um, (laughs) um, it, it, it sounds like the sort of story that they someone would tell to try and pick themselves up when it's not actually true uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I have f- photographers. I've heard that happening a number of times because, yeah, I think that yeah. when we and, carry on. Yeah, and when you not just necessarily suppliers, but you've got to think about you know parents and uh, other key people. If you know who your best man's going to be or your maid of honor is going to be, making sure their availability fits with your planned date as well. Yeah, I mean, you'd like to think that they'd work around you, but obviously there are going to be some circumstances where that's not going to be entirely possible. But, uh, yeah, 
but equally you can't always plan for that because sometimes things just crop up that you that are out of your control like they may get their dream job that means they're gonna have to be away or something else might happen and, and again that's maybe for a different discussion but you then need to be prepared to accept that as well that maybe even as much as you may plan for them to be there there is going to be times where perhaps they can't be for whatever reason yeah i understand that so yeah quite often i've heard of weddings being kind of moved around and changed last minute like particularly if the one of the members of the couple is in like the armed forces or something like that yeah uh, and all of a sudden now, I've had weddings cancel with like a month's notice. Like, oh yeah, my partner's been deployed for six months. Now, obviously, that's not yeah, yeah. something you can you can particularly plan for. But uh, you know, just I guess personal circumstances have got to be in, taken into consideration. But I think most people would have the common sense to be considering that anyway, with a bit of luck anyway. Definitely, I think that's that's something that pe- most people will consider off the bat, so they don't need to worry about it. I see we've got a few people joining us. Uh, nice to see you all. If you have any questions about planning your wedding date or anything of that sort what you need to consider any considerations thoughts uh, we would love to hear from them or any general questions i suppose really about planning your wedding and yeah, just see uh, sam's just joined uh hi sam sam uh, met me at the wedding fair yesterday and has booked me so i'll be at her, ah. i'll be at her wedding in december congratulations don't try, don't, don't try and sell yourself now jack i'm not going to it's okay i thought about it and then i thought better of it so you realise it'd be a, a pointless task because you know I'm so it would be. wonderful. So, um, I'm not as bald as you. That's my problem. Yeah, that's the, that is one of the big <laughs> problems. That's one of my key selling points is the, the level of baldness which I'm able to present to people. <laughs> uh, so have we missed anything? I don't, I don't really think so. It's quite a... I mean, this is amazing that we haven't broken up connection at all. It's been pretty yeah. smooth going apart from your couple of mishaps at the beginning but it seems pretty smooth yeah maybe this um, is the way forward is instagram in, in, live instagram live is the way forward for these ones um there is something that we need to do i'm not sure how um sam from south coast wedding is congratulating sam on her wedding and also booking you so there you go she made a very wise choice she made an incredibly wise choice yeah i don't really know what else there is to say um unless we've missed something massive sam uh, oh, one one thing which we mentioned when we were uh, speaking about the midweek weddings yeah. is uh, whether you want to have a memorable date as well. Oh yes, you mentioned this. I didn't really. It, uh, I mean, it, yeah, you you can talk about this if you like. I, I well, I'm going to. Like, cause <laughs> I, I, I know that you've got a heart that's made mostly out of coal. Um, I mean, I would say entirely except out of for coal, Disney, but I'll take it. Yeah. Well, I was remembering you love Disney so much and trying to make sure that there was some room oh, for Disney yeah, in there. Fair enough. Yeah, but um, some people like to have a memorable date. So whether that's a palindromic date or whether it's you know something, something significant. So you know, would you choose like the nineteen six nineteen when it's a Thursday compared to you know whatever else that date not might be correct um, over, over a Saturday, for instance, because of the, the the date would be more significant. So that's that's another possible consideration, but that's more on the saving money side of things, perhaps rather. Than yeah, or I mean, also significant dates, as in maybe if you want to plan it around an anniversary or other yep. significant things that have happened in your life, you can always do that. So Sam's sister had yeah. the seventh of the seventh, two thousand and seven. So that's a pretty easy one to remember. 
Uh, well, so if her partner ever forgets that, then I mean, more for him. That's all I have to say yeah. about that. <laughs> That'd be a that's pretty pretty uh, about as memorable as it gets, right? I think so. Seven, seven, seven. I got married in 2013. Lots of people are horrified because of the 13. That's oh, just no. See, well, I I'm not I'm not superstitious at all. I just think that's just nonsense. I think so. Yeah, right. but I mean, if it is something that needs to be considered, then it needs to be considered. Yeah, I guess so to a certain extent, but the amount of consideration I put into that would be about three and a half seconds, <laughs> right? Of doesn't right matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just like no, um, yeah, nonsense talk. Um, I guess other consideration is how long you're giving yourself to plan the wedding itself. So yeah. if you're happy to do things with whoever's left available you know and just get it done as quickly as possible then that's fine whereas if you want to have more time to put stuff together yeah. and have a more grand wedding then you, you are probably going to need more time because you know booking sometimes booking wedding professionals is really really easy and it should be yeah however with certain things like there was at the wedding fair I was at yesterday there was a bridal shop opposite bridal sh yeah bridal shop stand opposite me um, and their recommendation was that you should organize or order your wedding dress nine months in advance at least mm -hmm. because of like a five month order time and then four months to do alterations and things yep. like that I mean I was I was always under the impression that six months was adequate but they were saying nine months um, so yeah that needs to be yeah understanding how just how long things are going to be going to take um, Sam says a lot of people do seem to be waiting until 2020 don't get it myself um what because of the just for the you mean because the of the date i guess 2020 sounds nice and rolls off the tongue yeah again it's not something i particularly understand um but if that's what people like then you know you you consider it and yeah i think the the length of time i think the average uh, engagement is 22 months something like that i think so it's yeah. just shy of two years so yeah that will give you a rough time frame as to how most people plan their weddings uh but you could you know if you're happy to work around with shorter time frames or whatever it might be then then you go for it um you can often find someone who or you will find suppliers that will be able to do it it's just whether it's the suppliers you want to be able to do it on those dates uh, if you're going for a yeah. shorter time frame and sam's saying that it's nine months if you're buying brand new because if you're buying off the shelf, it can obviously be quicker, but it depends on if you want a certain designer, yeah. for example. So I think that makes sense. Um, before we finish, and I know I'm not suggesting we have to finish right away, there's something I really, really want to do, which is really, really silly. Yeah. Okay. So are, are, are you on, when you're looking at your screen there, are you on the top of it? Yes. Yeah. And I, I'm on the bottom, yeah. Would you like so my hair? I, I'd like to see what happens if we kind of put the split screen there. So it's you with my beard. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Need some. Hang on. Oh, wrong okay. way. You, you... There you go. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> oh, we need to screenshot that. All right, one second. Oh, that's quite sickening, actually. <laughs> I just need to get myself at a different angle and try and screenshot this. This is gold for anyone watching, right? 
Yeah, I'm sure they're really happy to be watching this. Oh, God, that screenshot is horrible. <laughs> oh, I'll put that on the Instagram later on. So Yes, yeah, so no one ever watches it. So, oh, oh, God, that happens on the lives. You better not watch them anymore. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> so, so there's a couple of people watching. I'm guessing one of them is Sam, and I'm not sure if the other one is me or if it's somebody else, but um be interested to know if there's any more questions from anyone at all. Yeah. But... Oh, Sam, if, do you have any? Do you think we've missed anything, Sam? If you're still watching, I mean, and Sam listening? is a bit of a maestro, so she will know if she we've is missed a maestro. anything. Her episode is if great. You if you haven't listened to it, um, head back. Yeah. I can't remember what number it is, but ten, uh, something like that. I say, yeah, I want to say ten. But yes, yeah, Sam's episode was about uh, the things that you don't realise you need. Yeah, uh, and she ended up saying that everything she was saying was all a bit boring, but it's is the sort of thing that so much of it would get so easily overlooked because of its kind of boring nature but yeah boring doesn't mean it's not useful yeah it's boring often gets boring. forgotten so yeah because it's boring so that's why it had to be spoken about exactly so anything else we want to cover anything else we want to say I've not got anything else uh, this has gone disturbingly well yeah that's, I feel like well other than like Tesco ringing at the, the exact moment that the recording started and then my landline ringing which never happens no 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 it's not normal odd odd very really odd. odd um nope I'm gone I think I'm done perfect well in which case I think we'll wrap up so Chris if people want to find out more about you or maybe your book where can they go uh, well, obviously, if you're watching this now or watching it back, uh, you're already found my Instagram. That's at Chris Piercy Magic. Uh, you can find me on Facebook by searching for Chris Piercy Magician. Or if you want to go direct to my website, that is chrispiercymagic.co.uk forward slash wedding hyphen magician. Yeah, uh, and I am at www.theluxurymagician.com. You can find me on Facebook at Jack Brister, the Luxury Magician. I'm not on this Instagram, but I am on Instagram. You can find me at jbristermagic. We'll be tagging me, I imagine, in most of the posts. I usually get tagged in, so you can find me there. Uh, or just type in jbristermagic, and that's where you'll find me. So thank you so much. Oh, yes, Sat. Yeah, we've got another point, Chris. I have got a point. Seasonal flowers. Oh, okay. That's a last-minute curveball, isn't it? Yeah. I know nothing about this, but I do know that certain flowers are more easily available at some times of the year. So if you do have a particular type of flower that you want to be as part of your wedding, then make sure that, that is going to be in season. Because if it's not, then it's either going to be impossible to get or very expensive to get. Yeah. Last point tip for you there. I Boom. like that. Well, we will. Uh, this will go live on the it, on the. It, iTunes, it, the iTunes on the internet on the internet. <laughs> What's <laughs> on, what is an internet? And in, on an internet somewhere on the iTunes, on the Spotify, on the Stitcher, and all those kind of places will be live on Thursday. I will edit it tomorrow so that it sounds like we knew what we were talking to. Oh, that's true. If you don't get the real thing, you can always get a fake one uh, for your flowers. Uh, very good point, Sam. If unless of course you're desperate for the real thing then you may need to consider that for your wedding day as well. Uh, so thank you so much for joining us and we will be back next week.
Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Yes to I Do. Please remember to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram using the tag at Yes to I Do Podcast.